Jordan is on best. Harper's on middle. Play together, they believe. Um, it cares Levert. It's cold. Levert. Back in. Speed. Oh, he's a one-man wrecking crew. Holiday. Shot clock down to six. Finds one. three. Welcome to another edition of the Indy Cornrows Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Schindler. Uh, as always, before we get started, if you're not already, please be sure to rate and review us over on Apple Podcasts. Always helps us out. Um Tom and I are coming at you after a, uh, how do we want to put it, Tom, a demolition uh, at the hands of the Los Angeles Clippers. The, if you if you just look at the first half, uh, really close game. Second half, not so much. So we just got a quick one breaking some stuff down for you. Um, first and foremost, Tom, how are you doing? Uh, not bad. That's a pretty good energy considering, uh, you know, a 33-point loss. And it's Monday morning, but uh, uh, appreciate it. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it, it looked like this game was going to go this way earlier. <laughs> yes. Um, in the first half, and the Pacers actually rallied and cut it back down to two after being down, I think, eighteen. Um, so it was a nice effort. But uh, yeah, with so many guys out, uh, the uh, the ranks were thin, and uh, that that last game on a road trip is uh, always dicey as it is. And then the Clippers were fully loaded and ready to go. So, um, yeah, once Kawhi dug in the third quarter, it was over. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good point. I think it was kind of just a tale of the Pacers being really, really shorthanded, like extremely shorthanded, as we're all aware, um, and the Clippers just being on fire, uh, especially from outside. I mean, they, they were hitting pretty yeah. much everything. Uh, Tom, if, uh, if I were to – Ask for a percentage of shots that the Clippers hit at the rim. What would you guess? Um, hmm. <laughs> it felt like about eighty. <laughs> uh, you're, you're short selling them. They hit eighty-eight percent of their shots at the rim tonight. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. Uh, part of it obviously is the the Pacers' scheme. Um, which I get it. You know, that was kind of like my only real gripe with tonight. It's difficult, obviously, when you don't have Miles there and that's been their entire thing to uh, force as many turnovers as possible. But it was a little bit vexing to me. I know Caitlin tweeted out about this during the game as well. I mean, you have like Domas pressuring the ball 28 feet up or not even pressuring the ball. I mean, he'd be on Zubac, uh, you know, 28 feet away from the basket. And you have Malcolm or, or Justin rotating over to, to contest the drive. Like I, and it, it's just, I, I don't know. That was a little bit confusing, but again, like you can't really criticize it too much just considering the, the state of where the roster is at tonight. Um, but I think a lot of it is just, it, it really points out how important miles is to what this team does defensively. Um, obviously the team was able to force quite a few turnovers tonight. Um, but even then, I mean, I, I think you just saw how much of, what miles does to really deter stuff from actually getting to the rim and uh, what he does to alter things that actually do get there. And I mean, he's having a defensive player of the year type campaign right now. So that helps, but um, it just shows without him, there really is uh there's quite a bit lacking in terms of uh, doing anything uh, to, to stop drives or, or to stop anything at the rim. Oh yeah. I mean, there's no doubt. And, and uh, you know, Sabonis is never going to be that, Type of guy, last line of defense, rim defense, rim protector, 
Um, but yeah, you know, the way the Clippers were rolling tonight, it was, it was, uh, did not matter. Yeah. Anyway, slice it. It was going to be tough. I mean, when, when they get, you know, Marcus Morris and Luke Kennard were what nine for 15 from three. Um, and really are the guys who you, you could say blew it open. (laughs) Um, you know, that, that's just, that's just a rough night all around. So, um, you know, we did get some entertainment though with, when they uh, the Pacers did go to the uh, triangle in two, and we got when they first put it on, and, and McConnell was on Paul George, and Paul was like completely flustered. It was that was fun. That was, that was fun. a fun five minutes. Yes, I did. <laughs> that was so, that was the best five minutes of the game. Um, the, uh, so another quick question I got to ask you though. I mean, with uh, with Goga, how did you feel about Goga's minutes tonight? Obviously, his first minutes of the season, um, he kind of was like the first 15 minutes of Bambi when you see Bambi running around without his mom. Um, maybe that's a little bit harsh. That's how I felt about Goga tonight. He, I, I felt like he slipped and fell like three or four times within the first two minutes of being on the floor. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he... Still got to get his feet under him, but it was it was not not great Goga minutes tonight. Right. I mean, this was like Goga Summer League. I was thinking that in the fourth quarter when he was out there playing with all those um, other bench guys for the last, you know, whatever, six minutes. Um, I was like, okay, this is Goga Summer League um, finally because, yeah, he, you know, he's not ready to play. Um, and again, I mean, he just hasn't played much. And there's, you don't see much, you know, development in the game out there. So, um, not. He's he, he's gonna hold down that role behind Jakar, I think, um, as the break glass emergency big guy. Um, so, uh, of course, you know, I mean, he might get healthier and be a little more effective, and and you know, be able to practice more. Um, it's hard to tell how much he's been practicing. It seems like um, tonight was really the first night they actually needed him, and all of a sudden he was available. So, um, but. Yeah, um, still a work in progress. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> to put, it, to put it kindly. Yeah, yeah, Which I would agree with that. Right. Um, so I think, you know, we really there's not really even a ton to break down from this game. Um, oh God! No. What I do want to hit <laughs> hit on is, uh, you know, just in as a whole, you know, and looking at this Western Conference road trip, how would how do you feel coming away from it? Obviously, I mean that's a that's, that's a yeah. pretty big question when you look back at it now, considering the Kings game last week feels like, uh, gosh, like a month ago. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, considering all the news that has gone through this week um, with the trade, you know, you're feeling pretty good when they're you know getting that game in Portland and um, and then you know with, with the trade and then the news with, with uh, Karis LeVert, obviously, that is, you know, could be anywhere from he's not going to play this season to, you know, things might be all right and he'll be playing within a couple of weeks. Um, so it would be good to get kind of that clarified uh, on some level. But obviously, um, that's, a, you know, that leaves a big gap in the in the rotation already when you combine it with TJ Warren and, that, you know, I'm just talking about basketball right now. So <laughs> I'm not trying to, you know, we all know that the health extent with, um, and the issues with, with Karis and Bird. So I'm just talking strictly from a basketball sense here. Mm-hmm. Coming off this road trip, 
it kind of feels like um, it felt like this game was coming a little bit regardless. Yeah. Um, just because the Clippers are, you know, and especially with Paul George playing well, and he's he's going to want to make sure that they bring it against the Pacers. Yeah. They did. Um, so even if they had everybody, it would have been a, you know, a challenge to even win. You know, maybe it wouldn't have been 33. Uh, but, um, but as it is, you know, this is the first time they've really gotten blown out and, you know, this quality opponent, it's not shocking. So um, it, it's something that, you know, they have a couple of days off before they play again. And, you know, hopefully some of these guys will come back and be, be healthy. Miles in particular, obviously. Um, it sounds like they're still not quite sure what the hand issue, issue is there. So mm-hmm. get that clarified and be able to go forward, you know, feel pretty good about the, just the way they continue to play and, and battle. Even even tonight, you know, when they, when they jumped things up and, and got back into it in the first half, you know, it's just like, okay, this is what these guys are going to be doing. So, oh, <coughs> excuse me, overall, you know, still got to feel pretty good about this team and, and the way they're going to battle. And, and um, um, you know, and, and the way Bjorkman's going to try and always unload his clip and <laughs> and get in the bag and find whatever he can to get something going when it's not working. So, and that, and that you know, to me, just makes him a fun team to watch. Yeah, no, I, I fully agree. And I think uh, you, you bring up a great point. I mean, you know, this team is coming off of a pretty extended road trip. A lot just happened. Um, yeah. They don't play until Wednesday, which is uh, three days from now, even tomorrow. I mean, it's going to be uh, when you're listening two days. Um, Mavericks on Wednesday, Magic on Friday. And then there's a, a baseball series with the Raptors um, and then a baseball mm-hmm. series with the Hornets the next week. So we have uh, some – not the – pretty solid competition. I mean, the Raptors aren't as good yeah. this year, or at least they haven't been thus far. The Mavericks are really coming into their own right now. Uh, the Magic have been falling a little bit because they've been dealing with injuries as well, but still going to be a, a tough test. The Hornets are just going to be fun to watch. I don't know if you've watched them at all this year. I've watched probably five or six of their games, um, and they are – they're fun. They're going to be tough too. They're really athletic, and they have a lot of guys yeah. who, can, who can get out and run. Um I'm excited. I mean, this is this is kind of almost a, a pivotal stretch for the Pacers. Oh yeah, because of the adversity we're talking about um, with guys who, um, you know, coming out, coming off the road trip, and now um, you know you're still not fully healthy, and you might not be fully healthy. You know, with a couple big holes in the rotation um, for a while. Hopefully, Jeremy Lamb will get back into the mix here. Um, to help a little bit, but you know, I mean, they were basically playing seven guys tonight um, until things got out of control. And yeah, you know, I, I uh, wish I could have seen your face when uh, the bonus and, and Brogdon went back in the game in the fourth quarter. Oh, I was, uh, I was not <laughs> I super thought, thrilled I thought about he was that. Max it out and get it up to thirty-eight minutes, but he didn't. But yeah, I um, did. Uh, I did not. Uh, <laughs> I didn't tweet anything out about it. But man, I saw it happen. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Um, yeah, that was shocking. I mean, yeah. I, I felt like Paul George was out there just to pad his stats because it was an all bench thing. Uh, but then they, you know, they brought in those guys to get a couple more uh, trips up and down the floor. I was like, oh my gosh, come on! I was like, what do we, do we have down. to do this? They it, luckily they yeah, have some time off now. But yeah, I was a. Uh, 
Uh, <laughs> yes, it's uh, it, I, I have a feeling that's going to be something that uh, that that I will be looking at all year, to put it lightly. Yep. But uh, yeah. so. <laughs> well, Tom, unless you have anything else to, that you, that you want to get out there, I think uh, I think that just about does it justice today. Yeah, I think that's about as good as we can do this uh, late night, actually early morning effort. So, hey, somehow um, this is we, like we, the, uh, the earliest we've gotten one of the pods recorded. So I'll take it. It's, yeah, uh, no. it's something. And, and we made it. You know, there's no more, uh, no more late. You know, after 9 p.m. games, uh, let alone 10 or 10:30 on the schedule until the all the way through March 4th is where we got scheduled till yeah. and the earliest yeah, tip yeah. we have Nothing is an after. 8 p.m. game. Let's go. I am excited for that. Appreciate it. <laughs> yes, I'm looking forward Absolutely. to that. Um well Tom this was great. Um glad that we could do this. I, I'm I'm loving doing the post game pause. It's fun. Um to everyone listening of course, thank you for listening. Thank you for engaging with all of our stuff. We have a couple of days off. Uh tomorrow Caitlin and I will be recording our next two questions to uh um and then we'll have that up. yes I, I i i can't remember the last time i ever heard it um it's been a minute that i've heard that i'll have to pull up a clip of it um but Ooh, yes wow. that will be out uh monday night tuesday morning so be on the lookout for that and uh have a good rest of your day i have some people have tomorrow off i know i have tomorrow off from from classes but uh yeah it's gonna be a good week looking forward to it have a good rest of your day and have a good start to your week